Good morning, and we welcome to the program for the first time Chuck Dunlap, the president and CEO of the Indiana Bar Foundation. Good morning to you, Chuck. Thanks for joining us this morning. Good morning, and thanks for having me. And, of course, the uh, Indiana Bar Foundation, uh, this is uh, one of the uh, many organizations that are, uh, as far as the legal is concerned. And uh, can you tell us uh, a little bit about the uh, Indiana Bar Foundation, Chuck? Sure. One of our components of our mission is to help uh, with civil legal assistance for Hoosiers, uh, low income and, and of all varieties. And so we, uh, we have a lot of different programs designed to help provide access to the civil legal services around Indiana for uh, certainly focused on low-income Hoosiers who may have difficulty either hiring an attorney or accessing the legal system. So that's one of the main uh, tenets of our organization and something that we try to do with our mission. And uh, what are some of those? Uh, you mentioned that, um, and I know that uh, there's uh, legal uh, phone, uh, clinics around the area occasionally that uh, um, involve uh, folks that helps out the uh, low-income residents who uh, might otherwise not be able to uh, have access to uh, legal services. Uh, what are some of the other um, um, services and initiatives that the Bar Foundation is involved in? So we, we do have quite a few uh, devoted to the um, access to justice, civil legal assistance community. Um, we have a, a, a web portal called Indiana Legal Help. It's sort of the front door uh, if you're looking for help and, and information and support on a civil legal aid, a civil legal matter. That's a good place to start. And it has a lot of resources there. Uh, we also work with and we give grants out to support um, the uh, private attorney, or the, not the private attorney, but the um, uh, organizations, legal aid clinics, um, who have attorneys on staff who help low-income Hoosiers uh, with their civil legal needs. We help support those uh, groups financially. Um, and those are the, the main sort of thrust of what we do on the civil legal aid side, and uh, we have some new, new ways to access some of those services that we're excited about. Yeah, and uh, the, now the Bar Foundation, that's obviously uh, something uh, different uh, from the Bar Association. That's right. They're, they're sort of our sister organization. We're the charitable organization uh, that is affiliated with the State Bar Association and the State Bar of Indiana, the lawyers and, and the legal community. Uh, so our uh, we, we get donations and support from the legal community, but we're very public-facing in trying to support access to justice for uh, rural uh, and low-income Hoosiers especially. And uh, somebody goes to uh, the website, it's uh, indianalegalhelp.org. Uh, what are uh, some things that folks can uh, expect to see on there uh, if they, they need uh, legal help? Yeah, a lot of information. Uh, first of all, it's a lot of information about issues around uh, housing or uh, there's family law issues and how to address some of those things that come up for a lot of people in their lives, and they don't necessarily know where to start and how to, how to get through the process. So there's a lot of information there. Uh, there's a lot of information on if you need help, where to go. So if you put in your uh, county zip code, uh, there will be information on, on free, uh, low-cost legal clinics that might be near you. Um, there are calendars of events, and, and again, with those legal clinics, there's forms. Uh, court forms and things that you can fill out if you need to do some of these, you know, civil legal proceedings, modified child support or, uh, you know, hardship driver's license, something like that. There's a variety of different forms there. Um, and there's uh, also we have volunteer opportunities for legal professionals also if you're interested in uh, to help support people who need these, uh, these resources. There's different opportunities on there as well. There's also a link to sort of a sister site. Uh, we have attorneys around the state who are able to, through kind of a, a bulletin board kind of a thing, 
if you have a specific legal question, you can post it there. And uh, an attorney, volunteer attorney um, around the state, they sort of log in and they help to answer those questions. Um, and then coming in the very, very near future with this, we're going to have a chat function and a communication function so you can actually speak with a, a human being on the other side, a legal navigator in real time to help you with some of these things, the, the forms and to help you, um, you know, sort of answer questions, things like that. So, and that's going to be specifically to housing because we have a lot of housing questions right now and housing issues that we're, we're trying to make sure people, especially this time of year and especially this weather, remained housed and in stable housing uh, situations. Of course, you mentioned housing, uh, Chuck, but uh, what are some other things that uh, people uh, usually uh, go to that website for, uh, you know, for help uh, in particular? Because and, and obviously, uh, I mean, I'm sure criminal uh, uh, justice issues are not uh, particularly fielded, but what are some other things that uh, people can expect to uh, find help there on that website? Yeah, and that's a great point to say, to, to uh, let folks know is this is for civil legal assistance only. And so the criminal justice side is not really within the scope of this, and that's more of the, the public defenders and folks like that who assist in that area. But on the site itself, there's a lot of information on um, and, and forms and other, other things on family law. That's probably the biggest area that we have uh, people have questions on, about child support, uh, divorce, paternity, parenting time guidelines and, and amendments to those, custody, uh, guardianship, all of those things. There's information forms and, and uh, things on how, how to navigate that. There are, I mentioned before, the housing, eviction, foreclosure, tenant landlord things along those lines. Um, there's protect, protection order information. If you're in, a, in a, an abuse situation with a, a spouse that's abusive or another person in your, in your uh, life that you need a protective order where the court can protect you and, and sort of issue a do not contact, things like that. There's resources on there in order to um, and get some of those things. And then there's some things on there just more general. What happens if, if somebody sues me for something? What do I do? How do you respond to the case? Because sort of ignoring it is probably not one of the best options because you lose some of your ability to you know, defend yourself in court. Um, and you, there are some things that you need to do in order to protect your rights that way as well. Um, and so there's a lot of different information on, on basic court proceedings we also have information on employment and military um, issues, uh, veterans benefits, things like that. Um, and so there's a lot of information out there that people don't necessarily realize they do have these resources. And if you're a, a, a military a veteran, there's a lot of other resources that we can potentially help uh, connect you with as well. Okay. So, again, that uh, site is indianalegalhelp.org. And uh, as far as uh, the uh, judiciary is concerned, um, do they have uh, anything uh, or uh, any uh, connection uh, with the Indiana Bar Foundation, Chuck? So we do, certainly. We have judges on our board. We have judges and and members of the judiciary that are involved with us as an organization. We're very uh, in close partnership with the Indiana Supreme Court and the policy and sort of um, Indiana legal help, in fact, was um, something that the Supreme Court supported uh, our creation of, and, and they wanted to have this be a resource for folks. So we were very, and the forms that we use even, uh, we, we use, uh, there's a process to go through those, and, and the judges are involved with reviewing those. So it's not just any random form that gets put up there. It's gone through a process to be reviewed and, and sort of approved by uh, our, our friends in the judicial uh, branch. And so it's very helpful from that standpoint to have that kind of a strong relationship. We're able to do a lot of things, but 
frankly, we're able to do a lot more things because of the strong relationship we have with the judges and the uh, members of the judiciary in Indiana. All right. And then with that, we're going to go ahead and take a quick time out. And uh, we're going to talk about uh, something that's uh, going up around the, uh, the state. All 92 counties, these are legal kiosks. And uh, we'll have more on that as we continue our conversation with Chuck Dunlap, the president and CEO of the Indiana Bar Foundation. And that's coming up right after this. Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go. Let To-Go deliver a hot, fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes. To-Go delivers the best food from local restaurants. Visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800. Batesville To-Go, big city convenience, small town taste. And welcome back as we continue our chat with Chuck Dunlap. He is the president and CEO of the Indiana Bar Foundation. And uh, as we alluded to right before the break, Chuck, uh, legal kiosks are going up in uh, all 92 counties around Indiana. And uh, you uh, kind of talk about a little bit about this, the fact that, uh, you know, this uh, this is going up and uh, that uh, people uh, who may not otherwise have access to uh, legal uh, aid and uh, legal counsel, they can uh, they can go to these. Can you uh, kind of describe these for us, please? Yeah, I'd be happy to. And it's something we're really excited about. Uh, we mentioned before the IndianaLegalHelp.org sort of portal website, uh, which is great, and it's a great resource, but if you can't access it, that's obviously a problem. And so one of the things that we've uh, designed um, and we're just in the process of implementing is, as you mentioned, the deployment of these 120 legal kiosks, which will connect to the Indiana Legal Help uh, website and additional other resources that are out there for people. Um, and they're going to be put in courthouses and libraries around the state. Uh, there's, there's one that will be soon deployed to the, the Batesville Library, in fact, in, in your area. And um, in, in every county will have them. We'll have a map up on indianalegalhelp.org in the very near future about where they're located as well. Um, but essentially, if you look at it, when you see them, they, they will be almost look, look like kind of an ATM style is the, is the traditional kind of standalone version we have. And you'll be able to access the website, print forms, um, and again, in the very near future, you'll be able to have a live chat with a legal navigator. They're non-lawyers, uh, but they can they can answer questions about legal information. They can't give legal advice. That's kind of the you know the line between an attorney and a non-attorney. What they can do, but there's a lot of people who just need legal information, and they want to know how something works or what they you know, what forms and resources are available, or even how to fill out a form. Sometimes the language that uh, is used is a little bit unclear in the terminology. So these legal navigators are going to be connected in through these kiosks and through the IndianaLegalHelp.org platform. And so we're really excited about that. We're going to be getting those out, uh, as, as we said, around the, around the state. Um, and there'll be some certainly in the, in the Batesville and the surrounding communities down there as well, including the public library. So That'll be coming online really within the next uh, probably few weeks. All right. So, again, that will be at the uh, Batesville Memorial Public Library and then other uh, locations in uh, Ripley, uh, Franklin, Decatur, and Dearborn counties. Uh, stay tuned. Is that uh, fair to say, Chuck? That is. That is. And, and, again, the best place in the very near future, we're going to have a map up on indianalegalhelp.org. 
um, of where they're located. So if you are able to do that, and you can access IndianaLegalHealth.org on your smartphone, on your computer, on your tablet. It's just simply a, you know, a website, a portal that exists. But the kiosks are really a good way to bridge the digital divide with some folks in rural areas especially who may not be able to have the same Internet connectivity as some others. So we're excited to be able to move these resources into the hands of people who need it. And now, how did this all start with the uh, legal kiosk? Uh, can you kind of walk us through the process of uh, how these uh, began up to uh, where we are now? Yeah, absolutely. And, and we're very fortunate, and I, I really want to stress our partnership with the um, IHCDA, Indiana Housing and Community Development Authority. Um, they are a, a state, quasi-state agency that um, is basically in charge of helping to distribute a lot of the federal dollars that have come from COVID relief and the housing crisis and the emergency rental assistance, those types of things. And as part of that, um, we've worked with them to deliver legal services to help support housing stability. So because of those resources and those funds, those dollars that are flowing to Indiana, um, uh, we worked with IHCDA to develop this plan to sort of, again, bridge this gap between uh, for access to the resources and uh, one of the things uh, a few states have done, although we're, we're definitely national leaders in deploying kiosks at this level around the state, there's maybe, I think, two or three other states that have something similar. Um, so we're excited about being a national leader, but mostly we're excited about giving this resource to folks. Uh, we have some additional plans in the future to, to sort of look at these and see if there are other areas that we might need additional legal resources and legal kiosks to be deployed. Um, the ones at the library are often more sort of uh, desktop computer stations, but they do the same thing as the stand-up kiosks. So you may see two variations of it um, between the two of the um, um, uh, possible sort of models. But they do the same thing, and they access the same resources. All right. And then, of course, uh, Chuck, we mentioned, uh, of course, uh, courthouses, libraries. Uh, uh, what are some of the other places where uh, uh, these uh, – Kiosk can be hosted, uh, hosted, uh, so to speak. Basically, which organizations, um, in addition to uh, courthouses and libraries, are eligible to host the kiosk? Yeah, so we're again, we're we're still in the process of putting a few. We have of the 120, I would say we're we're pretty close to identifying 90 of the locations. So there's a few more that we still need to identify. The courts and libraries have been the primary places, but we also have some in community centers. Uh, in, in Muncie, Indiana, we have you know, the Muncie Mission and some other place, places where people with housing you know, issues and other civil legal aid issues would congregate or would, would necessarily come through. We want to try to go where the people are who need the services. And our hope is, after we get this first batch of 120 deployed, to sort of reassess where we are and look, are there other areas within the state uh, that can support them as well? When we did this initial rollout, we weren't really sure what the demand would be and where the locations would be, so we're going to reassess that after we get this first initial uh, batch deployed and look and see if there are additional other, other locations. And those, again, uh, could be additional libraries or other community uh, organizations and, and, and uh, community centers, uh, you know, shelters, things like that where people um, would be looking for these services and that uh, we can sort of bring them to, to the people that need them. 
All right. So, again, those are the uh, legal kiosks, and um, it'll be in all 92 counties, 120 total, including the uh, Batesville Memorial Public Library, and that should be uh, up and running uh, within the next few weeks. So, uh, and uh, Chuck Dunlap, uh, as far as uh, your concern, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, how you uh, got involved and uh, rose to the ranks of uh, president and CEO of the Indiana Bar Foundation. Sure, happy to. Um, it's been, uh, you know, it's one of those things where you, you're doing your daily work and you sort of look up, and it's been 21 years later in my case. So I've been here for about 21 years. Uh, before that, I was um, uh, in planned giving at the uh, Indiana University Foundation in Bloomington. And uh, prior to that, I was uh, an attorney in Muncie uh, at a law firm up there. So I um, started in that field, and, and really, one of the things that really attracted me to the Indiana Bar Foundation was my the opportunity to use my interest and, and passion for the law, um, but again, not just helping individual clients, which is obviously an important part of what lawyers do, but trying to change and help update and reform systems so that the legal system itself is better designed and better equipped to be able to have uh, better and, and more meaningful access to all Hoosiers, not just those that can afford attorneys, um, but those that can't or can afford maybe a, you know, a low income or, or a partial, um, a lot of attorneys, um, you know, we've designed systems where attorneys can take a below market rate um, and do some work, but maybe not for the full rate. So a sliding scale kind of a thing. So, again, getting meaningful access to people to the legal system, which I think is one of the most important and fundamental parts of um, our, our government and, and what we need to do in order to protect people's rights. Um, and opportunities that they have. So that's, that's really the, my story, and, and uh, it's been a great organization with great people, and uh, the more we can partner with other people and folks like the local public library and others to support people, uh, the more we can help improve the system for everybody. All right, again, the website is indianalegalhelp.org. It is with the uh, Indiana Bar Foundation. We've been speaking with the uh, president and CEO of that organization, Chuck Dunlap. And, Chuck, uh, thank you for joining us this morning. Stay well. And uh, we uh, need to not only hear from you uh, in the future, but also uh, you uh, continue the great work you're doing. Well, thanks so much for the opportunity, and uh, enjoy the holidays for everybody. And, again, thank you for, for giving me the opportunity to let people know about this resource, and uh, we hope that it gets a lot of use in the uh, uh, months and years to come.